0: Hey, everybody, I'm Joshua.
1: I'm Jamie. And And we're we're going to do do Daredevil. Daredevil.
0: Going on, Jamie. Oh, you know, it's a rainy LA day. It is a rainy LA it's day. It's beautiful. been raining a lot lately. It's been great, mm-hmm. except yeah. for when you need to commute, like me.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that must be fun. Technically, we're now out of fire season.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's that's good. Um, that's good. That is good because the firefighters need all the help they can get. Cause yeah, those, they do. Those guys and gals have been working insanely hard, uh, very
1: hard, in the California and probably a lot of other states. But um, if you are, if you ever want to do anything for the firefighters, uh, someone said a thing that they really like, just because of ease of use, and often because when they're working, they don't get much time for a break, is you can take a a box of uh, snack bars to them. Oh really? Yeah. So, um, like,
0: like take it to the actual fire. Take station? Take it to your local
1: fire station, drop it off, and just say, "Hey, here's some snack bars. If you guys ever need anything, to we sometimes do that because we have a fire station very close to us.
0: Oh, that's that is a really good idea. I mm-hmm. should do that. Yeah, thank you, James. You should. Yeah, absolutely. Well. How about um, you? How about how's, how's things going? With thi- things are going fire well season, in yeah. rain season. It's good, you know. Just uh, it's the holidays now. Yeah. So we just recently celebrated Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Christmas is coming. Christmas
1: up. is coming at yeah, a pace. At a pace. Uh, Wednesday. Christmas is on Wednesday, and I don't know if we're going to do an episode on <laughs> Christmas Day. Um, it's funny because the next uh, podcast, the next episode, I think has a Christmas issue in it. And it was a part of me. It was like, oh, maybe we should go every two weeks, and then that one would fall on Christmas. And but yeah, we'll
0: see. We'll see.
1: We'll see how it goes. Because this one is uh, is solid gold. Yeah. Um, we're 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 we are starting the Anasente age in which four I know you've now.
0: been very excited about. Yeah. I am excited about it as well because mm-hmm. I have not read any of this stuff until I read it for this podcast. So yeah. Other than one or two issues here and there, so yeah. I'm excited to really dive into her run mm-hmm. and to uh, see if the hype that you built was uh, going to hold true or not. Yeah, I think I it see. starts.
1: She she really starts to get into her groove, and then once uh, John Romita Junior joins her, and you have a a stable creative team on board for the whole run, it's really good stuff. Um, for now, there's like a bunch of different artists that bounce in and out, and um, we have uh, Sal Bushema in this mm-hmm. issue. Um, yeah, uh,
0: what we're going to go over today is we're going to go over three Daredevil three issues. Three Daredevil issues. Yeah, issue 238, 239, and 240, which yeah. I'm, I'm sure excites everybody because... Over the last several podcasts, mm-hmm. we've 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 done a few Daredevil comics, but we've been doing a lot of other things. We've been doing some graphic novels. We've been doing some what if stories. You know, yeah. a lot of guest appearances. Um, so it's gonna it's nice that uh, I know. I mean, next podcast we're gonna be talking about a big Spider Man crossover story. Yeah. Oh yeah. The, but uh, we're gonna right. slowly be kind of getting back into the post miller daredevil Mm -hmm. so this is exciting this is kind of where i mean we've already done a little bit but this is where it really kind of starts with her because if you remember the last four issues that we went over yeah even though she wrote one of them were all filler issues Mm -hmm. to kind of fill the space and then now we're sort of getting back into you know a flow where things are going to kind of go together not necessarily a long run but at least you know yeah, th- they don't just feel like filler issues. No,
1: exactly. Yeah, we had the four different writers on that that four issue run, including Anne and and, um, and others, and uh, Mark Runwald and two others. Who's uh, J- Jonathan? I can't remember. Was it Jonathan Harkin? Was he's was Numb the Plume? The guy. Steve Englehart was it who was going to take over and then didn't? Yeah. It was two weeks ago. This is a my brain is small and old. <laughs> um, so, so this is a uh, this is a Mutant Massacre crossover. Yeah, it's a continuation of Mutant Massacre story. Mutant Massacre was a story that was running in the Uncanny X Men at this stage, and it was basically a group of uh, uh, X Men villains called the Marauders. Was it the yes, Marauders? The Marauders, yeah. or the Morlocks. Um, no, the Morlocks or were the, the people the, the, that live they, in the tunnels. The Marauders yeah. went in yes. to kill them. Yes, the
0: Marauders and the Morlocks. Yeah. Yes, so the Marauders
1: correct. were sent in to massacre the mutants that were the Morlocks <laughs> in mm-hmm. in the subway system of New York, who you remember have uh, the 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 eye patched. Uh, is it Callisto? Or oh, I can never remember the I character's remember. name. I I I always want to say Calypso, which I know is not the name. Um, and that's who Storm beat in a hand-to-hand combat fight to become the leader of the Morlocks. Um, but the mutant massacre was pretty r- harsh. I remember reading it when it was happening, and it was like, they killed a lot of characters. right? And the X-Men themselves got really badly injured. I think Colossus got really badly, badly injured. And I think at this stage, maybe Kitty Pride was stuck permanently phased for a bit because of that. Because they have the, there was a couple of characters who could do some really weird things mentally to, to them. Um, but this is only, this is Sabretooth. Mm-hmm. It's Sabretooth, and this is early Sabretooth, so it's not bogged down with lots no. of backstory and trying to
0: link him to it, everything. It, it's Warfrey. great. He's very he's animalistic. Just, yeah, in this. he's just this it, primal yeah, creature. I, I'm, I've always been a fan of Sabretooth, and, mm-hmm. and this is a, I had never read this before, and this is a great Sabretooth story. Yeah. And it's also a fun Daredevil story as well.
1: Yeah, and the idea is that Sabertooth is staying down. He, in Sabertooth's mind, he has basically taken over a portion of the tunnels, and it's his domain now. And like a like an like a cat or like a, a wild dog, he's he wants his area and he wants everything in his area. Um, and what's happening is that a bunch of street thugs and kids, uh, surface dwellers, have heard that the Morlocks have been taken out, and they're like, "Well, there's tunnels. We can take over and move our gangs down." And we open with uh, uh, Sabretooth leaping out. The, the the issue's titled, it comes with claws. Sabretooth leaps out and slashes um, at the, some of the kids that are trying to move into the tunnels. And um, you know they're saying, look, the Morlocks are dead. These tunnels are open turf again. There's room for us all down there. And Sabretooth basically says, my tunnels, my turf, go away. Mm-hmm and he's sl- he doesn't actually kill anyone he just no, slashes wildly at them he
0: doesn't but this kind of goes back to what i was saying about he's very animalistic yeah like not only is he territorial he's in an area that he's not used to yeah which you know it's like t- it's like domesticating a dog mm-hmm. you know how it takes you know when, before dogs were domesticated they were you know kind of wild and then yeah. when you d- domesticate them it's strange for a while yeah. it's you know they don't really feel like they belong and they don't really know how to act this is this is the same with Sabretooth. he doesn't really know how to behave while he's in these tunnels Either. yeah
1: and he's just kind of and lashing out and going on instinct, and he actually says there's a girl down there, and he says the girl stays she's mine yeah now. yeah, so
0: he takes the girl because the girl's going to be his mate once again, animalistic, yeah you eat, you sleep, you yeah. mate, yeah he That's says this is this it. is
1: our bed, lie yeah. down, be quiet right and, uh, and then he goes off and hunts. And, and
0: the gang just leaves her behind, yeah the gang they, they even say flee. something like i I don't you know she's uh yeah. <laughs> She's not. He says, worth it, I, I, don't nobody, <laughs> yeah, "I don't die for nobody's sister." I don't die for nobody's sister. Yeah.
1: Then we cut to Daredevil, and it's this great page of uh, it's like a half page introduction of Daredevil, and it's basically it's him just jumping over rooftops. But has, Anne, Sal,
0: has Sal Buscema, um, I think he has done uh, in the past. Has he done?
1: I think he's done a fill. D- done a fill. Maybe I'm getting mixed up with John Buscema, but I'm pretty sure Sal has. Yeah, at some point.
0: Yeah. I, like I the think way both I, of them did. I, I, I think I, I,
1: both did an issue. At yeah, least.
0: yeah, I think you're right. I like the way that he draws Daredevil and yeah. saber- Sabertooth. His Tooth is amazing. Sabertooth is good because
1: he's not like, a hulking giant weird right, thing. Right. He's like a really kind of slender. Uh, it, it's really like, he, not to keep using that same word, but it's a real animalistic look to him. He's really yeah. slender. And like when he's hunched over, he doesn't look too big, but he does, he, his arms look too long. So he, he looks like he's kind of it's, uh, like a... a like a wild creature that's just learned to walk on its hind legs and trying to look human, but right. is, there's no way of,
0: of hiding what it is, kind of thing. And th- this moment was, was was interesting to me because so this is the first time we see Daredevil in mm-hmm. the issue, and he's swinging around and he lands and he's in an alley, a dark, disgusting alley, yeah. and he sees two dogs that are uh, wild dogs that are fighting. and yeah, they're fighting he over makes territory. A, yeah, and he makes a conscious effort saying, okay, I should not intervene. You know, this one dog might kill the other dog, but this is their this is their turf. This is their. This is what they do. This is what they do. I should not intervene. It's interesting because do here. I mean, should he intervene? No, it's a couple I, of dogs. I, in an exactly. Alley, yeah. You're right. I don't know. Exactly. I don't <laughs> uh, think he should either. But some people would see it as oh, he's a hero. You know, people yeah. shouldn't be fighting. Animals shouldn't be fighting. He should save all lives. But like, no, there's a natural order to things. Things are supposed to happen. Yeah. And he's just going to let it go. Yeah. And, and it's, so-
1: a, it, it's, it's nice because before that, it's, it's this whole talk of him jumping and it's like the things that he does simply. And the Seni's writing about how it's like Olympic level. Like, oh, like big time. Him jumping issue. across yeah, a yeah. roof is has broken an Olympic record. Yeah. Him jumping up is like an incredible feat. But yeah. it's, to, to him, it's just these natural movements. Yeah. So again, it's tapping into that instinctual thing. And this is, he's trained himself to work in this instinctual way where a saber-tooth is all instinct. Everything about right. him is like, you know, if he trained, maybe he'd be a lot more frightening mm-hmm. or maybe he'd lose some of his edge. But it's like this... This kind of you know yin yang kind of approach to it.
0: Um, so he ends up hearing noises that are happening a few blocks away. Yeah. So he runs across. There's a few of those moments that Jamie just mentioned where mm-hmm. he should win a few gold medals because of how fast he's jump uh, running, yeah. how high he's jumping. And, and it's
1: kind of funny that the, he jumps down and stops a, a mugging, but it's like it's people who have he's he's encountered before. In, in the past, which yeah. is cool. And he, it's kind of funny to like they they're going not again. And he's right, like, I know,
0: right. you know how this works. And he successfully stops the mugging. But then the person that he saves is like, what are you doing? I don't need your help. Why yeah. are you here to save me? It's because of people like you. It's because of superheroes that we have super villains. Mm-hmm. You're, you know, you're, you're the reason this area has turned bad. I wish you would just go away. Don't ever save me again. And it really gets daredevil thinking because he's like, well, should I be doing this then? I mean, the people that I'm saving are not really... They don't want to be saved. They're not interested in being saved. So why am I risking my life for you? And then, obviously, as the wheels are turning in his head, he, he realizes, okay, you know, I'm... I'm a hero. I need to do this stuff, but man, it kind of sucks that these people aren't more kind grateful. Of sucks, yeah,
1: and this guy is someone who's been affected by the born again storyline because he mentions right. that he had this store that was destroyed and how th- this guy brings in a lot of pain and a lot of destruction with this. suit. And he, d- he d- Daredevil's walking away yeah, with like uh, you good. know this uh, whatever. Okay, I saved you, but you've got a point. But also, I saved you. So right. right. And
0: what he does because the guy's complaining about how his business went under because Nuke ended up destroying everything. Mm-hmm. I think he had a flower shop or something. Yeah. And uh, as Daredevil is walking away, there before while they were fighting, there was a shot of, of one of the goons, his wallet's f- flopping out. Yeah. Daredevil takes the wallet, and and as he walks away, he throws it over his shoulder into the hands of the guy that he just yeah, saved. A perfect throw. So it's like thinking, like, okay, yeah, I understand you don't want to be helped. Here's some money. Here's me helping <laughs> you again, type of deal. Yeah. Which, yeah.
1: Then we're introduced to a couple of characters. I think this is the first time we've seen them. Um, yeah. yeah,
0: they pop up later, but yeah, yeah. I, I believe it is. It's it's,
1: uh, it's it's not the first time. Sorry, it, we have not? seen them before, but these are the Fat Boys, who are characters. Oh, you're talking about the Fat Boys. Yeah. yeah. So the Fat Boys are a bunch of kids that hang around in the Hell's Kitchen neighborhood, and they are um, they kind of waver between being annoying to Daredevil and helpful to Daredevil and they pretend that they don't really like him but they're a bunch of them are hero worshipping him mm-hmm. but some of them are just like too cool for school with him and we have uh, Dala and Butch are the two that we the two main ones that we're getting introduced to um
0: they're watching the, a scary yeah, movie their siblings yeah and um the, the movie that they're watching is very similar to what we just saw with saber tooth yeah it's like a wolf man story. A, a wolf man that is chasing a female yeah, and butch
1: is teasing his sister yeah he throws he, a cat yeah at to, to scare, to scare
0: her she starts pounding him and then we hear from their father like i don't want you guys watching those movies
1: yeah, stop watching garbage yeah, go out and yeah, play yeah, and, yeah
0: go out and play you know be a kid don't do that yeah. whatever you do don't go over and hang out with those gang boys, the yeah, fat boys, whatever, fat boys you do. whatever you do. And, and the like, parents oh,
1: sh- are kind of like, um, like Charlie Brown uh, adults. Y- you're right. It's like, <laughs> and,
0: and and you don't ever see their faces. <laughs> Never see their They're silhouetted, mm-hmm. and the kids are, of course, giving the answer that their parents want to hear. Like, you gotta, Dad, of I won't course, do that Daddy. for sure. And then, what's the first thing that they do? They go, they go see out. the fat boys. Yeah, they exactly. go hang out
1: in the in the sewers, in, in the, the sewers. Se- yeah, with the fat boys. Fat boys are taking over their own little area. They're building like a little camp area. And while this is going on, um, Sabretooth stirs. He's asleep and he kind of wakes up. There's a bunch of, there's actually a little fight that breaks out between two of them. I can't tell if they're siblings or not. They're a couple of skinhead kids who start getting into a fight about how like they want that one area. And one of them saying, look, there's there's loads of space. Take whatever you want. And it's, it's the territorial thing. He's saying, no, no, I want this particular bit. And um, the leader says, just stop it. This is my gang, my tunnels, my turf. And when he says that, Sabretooth lets out a roar. And the guy, the, the gang leader, uh, says, uh, go see what that was to Butch, to yeah. so the youngest kid there. Of course, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he says, uh, yeah, go go see what that was. And he goes, okay. So he's walking. And, you know, Butch goes. He's not scared. But he's And then Sabretooth jumps out and says, who woke me up? And uh, Raphael, who's the gang leader, kind of hides. He's <laughs> like, save me. And... And um, Sabertooth says, you, you little insects, how dare you wake me? I have slept and now I hunger. And that's when Butch says, uh, he says to him, this is New York, buddy. These streets are protected by Daredevil. Meth- mess with us and he'll find you and beat you up. And that gets into Sabertooth's head. And he says, really? So Daredevil's the big cat. Daredevil's the main dog mm-hmm. around here. Mm-hmm. I'm being a little heavy handed with my That's ear. okay. That's and okay. Uh, he says, okay, sounds good to me. And Butch thinks, uh oh, what did I just do today? Well, Daredevil? yeah,
0: because exactly. Because just by hearing that Daredevil's a top dog, that yeah. means Sabretooth, naturally, you know, yeah. he's a lion. Mm-hmm. He needs to be the top lion. Yeah. So he, it's his job, his animalistic job, to go and defeat the head honcho and become yeah. the new. He needs to become the honcho. alpha. So and Daredevil is, has been marked.
1: Yeah. And Daredevil's swinging along. And this is kind of great because what happens is he's. We get we see Sabretooth small in the background and Daredevil's jumping thinking to himself, thinking still thinking about that guy and thinking like, Am I being a hero or am I hurting these people? And he says, Hang on a second, I can sense a heartbeat. Someone's on this roof, but the scent is somewhere between a man and a tiger's and while he's thinking this, Sabretooth notices and says, His sense change. He knows I'm here, but he doesn't know how fast I am. Oh, so it's, they both are able to sense it, it in is different so cool ways. it's yeah. so
0: cool like I, I like the way that saber tooth is done here and i know this is giving away something later in the issue but i'm just thinking about now so i just want to say it but um uh, uh saber tooth is able to deduce that matt murdoch or that daredevil's blind
1: yeah he, he works it out by how he tilts his by head how and he tilts his head and... to
0: smell yeah. and i just think that is so awesome for saber tooth to be able to do that yeah because you know he's fought Captain America he's fought a whole bunch of people they weren't able to tell that he yeah. was blind but Sabretooth because of his senses is able to yeah. sense what dare, Daredevil is and I thought that was so awesome it's so yeah. stinking Yeah they're cool. very
1: similar to each other in a lot of ways but in like different yeah. sides and so, so, they, so he says Sabretooth says he doesn't know how fast I am and then we yeah. cut to Daredevil and he's like this guy's moving fast. Yeah so it, it, there's kind of like this great interplay where they're both kind of working out what the other person can do and Daredevil thinks you know what I'll do is I'll do this and then he goes instantly he knows he's made the wrong choice because he senses how fast he is Right. he gets slashed slash across, across the back, the back. Yeah.
0: It's, a, it's a cool panel you don't even see the slash you no. just have Daredevil in front of the word slash yeah.
1: it's really cool and then and- Sabertooth's first words are great it's yeah. he says, Uh, you're good, I'm, I'm better, <laughs> I, I
0: love it. And then they get into a fight. Uh, 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 Sabretooth pounces, the fight goes off the building. Daredevil's swinging around, he uses his, his billy club. Mm-hmm. Uh, at one point, um, uh, Sabretooth catches a storm drain. It's, yeah. it, it, it is a very, very fun fight between two people that are pretty evenly matched.
1: Yeah, in terms of their responses to each other, they're really evenly matched. I know Sabretooth would probably. Physically more... he's physically
0: stronger yeah. daredevil though is a physical physically a better fighter yeah he, um sabertooth has his speed daredevil has oh sorry sabertooth has his strength and speed but daredevil has his smarts yeah and i think his fighting smarts balance out pretty well with sabertooth's heightened strength and heightened speed yeah. and they both have the senses
1: yeah and he kind of says you know he's he's it's fighting out in the open isn't good cuz if he gets his hands on me i'm dead um, and he says, you know, if I can get him down into the pipes, maybe into the sewers, maybe I'll have an advantage because he'll be blind as well. And, uh, the tunnels are pitch black. So he, he, he chases him down into the sewers and, uh, and then he's running along and he says, he's sense erratic. He's trying to throw me. And when we cut to Sabretooth and he's saying, I can't shake him. There's only one way he could be this good. If he can see in the dark. And while this is going on, we intercut with a cat attacking a mouse in like a little side story, which is yeah. just like the the uh, Butch and dollars cat. Yeah. Um, so they're fighting, and uh, and you know. Sabretooth says you you basically grabs him and says you idiot you're not the only one who can see in the dark and then he's like oh no of course he's like a cat how could i have been so stupid
0: it's it's so fun because this issue really feels like something back from the like early early silver age yeah it really feels that way it, Yeah, it's it's it reads like a Stan Lee story yeah. from back for issues 1 through 50 however it's written the way and the city writes the smarter type of yeah. I don't know how to describe it but it just she
1: it, has a really good way of doing of doing dialogue in like character uh, mon- like uh, internal thoughts uh, it here- feels very it's 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 not pure stream of consciousness it's very like it's a kind of staccato rhythm to it where it's like the way someone would really think, the way someone talks in their mind to themselves. And
0: even, like, it does things very Silver Age-like where it's got a a lot of... It uses a lot of... um, uh, uh, What do you call it? Where The sound sound effect words. The Mm -hmm. the, The onomatopoeia. Yeah. -hmm. And, And it's cool because, like, you'll have one panel where... Uh, Daredevil and Sabretooth are mid fight and they're surrounded by kapow yeah, slash it's like crack slash wham. kapow wham slash it, it's uh, it's slash cool sock. because they're fighting and that's something that is very silver ageist but yeah. it's fun and it's yeah. not it's not like campy or no
1: it really reads well. And um so they fight, they smash through a wall and they they're into where um the girl is tied up that Sabretooth grabbed earlier in the issue. And you know th- and again this is like the there's a there's an incredible level of realism in the dialogue and it's not overly wordy but it just gets the story moving and he says get out of here and she says I'm tied up and he says I'll untie you then you can run and while he's doing that Sabertooth is kind of attacking him from behind and he's trying to get Sabertooth away from him so that he can get the girl untied so that she can escape so that he can continue fighting and it's like this uh you know He's getting slashed up, but oh, Sabretooth he's... isn't trying to kill him. He's just trying to establish that he's better.
0: Exactly, and <clears throat> Sabretooth has his arm around Daredevil. Daredevil's trying to reach back and yeah. take his head to flip him over, and you can see Sabretooth's claws cutting yeah. into um, Daredevil's abdomen, like literally like just slicing him up, and Sabretooth is like, you say you're the biggest bully on the block. You own New York, huh, devil man? It's like you dare me devil to take you down yeah yeah it, it is very neat and then the woman that is tied up they have her thought bubble uh, oh no he's going for his heart please daredevil you have to win
1: yeah and now he's going for his throat and she's
0: like
1: she's she's completely trapped there and yeah. while this is going on we again the cat and the mouse story that's going on with dollar and, and butch the cat actually catches a mouse and takes it and and bush is there and he says oh he, he, he killed a mouse and he isn't even eating it why is that? Why is he doing and that? And the father
0: is explaining. Father says it's, it's a, it's a, it's a it's domestic. A exactly, yeah. the, the cat is domesticated. Doesn't understand why it needs to hunt for a mouse because yeah. it doesn't need it. It doesn't need to hunt to survive because we feed the cat. But for some reason, it has this instinct. It doesn't know why it's doing it, but it's just something that it has to do. Yeah. Which is the same thing with saber tooth. Like we were talking about, what, what, yeah. when he's in the sewers, he doesn't belong there, and he's starting to get these these. Um, these the feelings, urges to, these urges yeah. that he can't explain. Yeah. And um, Daredevil and Sabretooth are fighting, and there's a great shot of Daredevil throwing Sabretooth, wham, right into a brick wall. And then a, a dead Morlock. Yeah, a, body, a
1: body crashes out, yeah. and, um, and Sabretooth actually says, he's, he says, a corpse of one of the Morlocks It must have crawled away and died during the mutant massacre. And that's when he notices Daredevil is
0: blind, sniffs, and tilts his he head. Tilts his head, yeah, uh, and it's says, awesome. hey, "You're not
1: using your eyes." And he says, "Not bad. I'm impressed." And and and, and Daredevil says, uh, "He's dead, wild man. Which is what one of us will be if we keep this up. The stench of death still smells sweet to you, wild man." And then Sabertooth just, for some reason, just, just starts to yeah, instinctively runs towards the girl. The girl, yeah, and and. Daredevil shouts out, protect your throat, and she screams out, help me. He slashes, Daredevil hits him a couple of times, and he runs off.
0: He and actually slashes her throat.
1: He slashes, yeah, he slashes the side of her face and catches the bit of her throat that mm-hmm. looks like he's completely killed her. And uh, and Daredevil thinks her heartbeat is weak, she's losing blood, but she'll live. And then he turns and and says to Sabertooth, she's dead now, what what do you want to do, what do you do with your kills? And, and Sabertooth says, I don't know.
0: Mm-hmm. It's, do you think that, that Sabretooth could actually be fooled there? Because Daredevil was do- using a little trickery. Yeah. He was saying that the girl's dead, but she's actually not dead. Yeah. So do you think Sabretooth, maybe because he was...
1: Maybe he's so pumped up pumped that he does sense it. Yeah. So he just sort of says, it's the hunger. I get this hunger and it just leaves me hungrier. And then he just screams and runs off. Which is again that whole thing of like this is in his domain; he doesn't belong here, and it's just it's messing with him.
0: So, it's a good thing because I don't know who would win in a fight between Daredevil yeah. and Sabretooth. It's, it would be tough.
1: Yeah. So Daredevil unties the girl, puts some uh, tears off some of his costume and puts it around her neck to stop the bleeding, and says, this, "You're going to be okay. You got a little slash on your face, but you'll be okay." And the girl says, "You know, it's it's. I don't understand what's happening. It's so confusing. He was never mean. He was." he was actually pretty kind to me the whole time he, he barely touched me barely touched he said, me yeah. he kept me safe he made sure i was okay it's just it was just something that was happening and then uh and then she thanks dead everyone and he says it's good he, he he he's wanted to hear that you know he needed to hear that yeah very good issue very good uh very good
0: uh, yeah go read
1: it because yeah. you know it's a good one yeah, we that- have
0: a I was going to say that issue is av- is available on the Marvel Unlimited. Oh yeah, because of the mutant massacre angle. It so is, yeah. So that's that. why it's there. The next two are not. The, the next, next two, two are you have to get the floppies, which, and you should. Yeah, they're fun. This is really uh, fun. This is a a two little
1: two part story, and it is an artist who it's uh, much like uh, William Johnson, who came into Daredevil's life and then left just as quickly as he came. <laughs> um Louis williams who i thought is it louis or louis i couldn't tell
0: it's spelled l-o-u-i-s
1: yeah is that louis or is that louis it's louis louis yeah i think so. louis williams who is an excellent artist and he's still around but he hasn't done much comic book work recently um he's one of those where uh if you look him up online you don't get much information um he's it's funny because the 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 first cover the 239 is a uh, Arthur Adams cover. Um and it kind of looks more like a Brett Blevins artwork to me. <laughs> but it's uh it's we're being introduced to a character called Rocker. Um Lewis Williams um his artwork is like a really it's the, it's it's it does remind me of William Johnson a lot. It's like a very realistic uh figure yeah. Very. It's great storytelling. Great artwork. Um. Not overly. It's not like the what, what was that? How, how to draw comics the Marvel way. It's not like overly yeah. dynamic. Every character's leaning back to the n- yeah. nth point to punch to the nth point. It's more.
0: He's probably somebody who who practiced a lot of figure drawing with with um those little um with those little figurines. Those little those figurines little, to figure out all these different poses. Yeah, because they do look similar to William Johnson. They do look. Very they look um, weighted in the right way. They, and they do looked, yeah. right. They, they look like the bends are happening where the bends are supposed to yeah. happen. The mu- the muscle anatomy makes sense, and the poses are real life poses yeah. versus superhero poses. Yeah, I see what you mean, Jamie. Yeah,
1: I really like I really like his stuff, and it's yeah. a, it's it's one of those artists where it's like, oh man, I wish he had done more. But, um,
0: <clears> so <throat> this story centers around a dude. Oh, I'm blanking. What's his name? His Go- name's. Gut Rock. But what is his rock name? Gut. Do they ever give you his name? Uh,
1: rock Guts. No, they only ever call him Rock Gut. Okay. Or maybe, so, maybe they give him it because his mom... I can't remember if his mom calls him by his real name. Let so me
0: just last podcast, we talked about this cat who was a um, super crazy in the um, in the uh, Love and War Daredevil graphic novel. Yeah. Who had a his reality and fantasy. He was, you know, they were mushing together. He 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 was on drugs. He just was cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, you know? That, that's just the term I like to use. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Rot gut is the same way, but he is a creature from... Uh, or How do I say this? He's a creature of his...
1: It's, uh, what, what is that? It's nurture. It's a nurture. nurtured nurture-based. Yeah. It's a creature of his habitat. Yeah,
0: a creature. thank you. Thank you. I couldn't get it out. A He's, creature of his, his habitat. His mom
1: basically yeah. told him that all germs were bad, everything was bad, it was going to kill you yeah. from the inside out, and... He he grew up in a house where his mom was very uh, germophobic. Right. His grandmother was dying mm-hmm. and uh, kind of sick in a bed, and there was a real there's a moment where, sense. where where
0: where the grandma touched him. Yeah. And he thought that from that touch he got infected. Yeah. And, and he, he
1: walks around thinking that everything is rotten in New exactly York.
0: Exactly. Because of the way that he was raised, he's got an un- he feels that everything has something bad inside of it that yeah. needs to be cleansed, fixed, or changed, and um. He has like a secret hideout inside of the basement of the building where his mom lives, where mm-hmm. um, he's working on some type of contraption, which yeah. we don't know what that is yet at this point. But um, it's got a lot of pipes; and it's connected it's to the to, plumbing of to the, the building. Plumbing, yeah, yeah. And, and this is this
1: is like Anasazi. Often writes these stories that feel like they could be in a horror comic, right? And it's right, feels yeah. yes, it feels very horrific. It feels like a horror story that just so happens to have Daredevil in it.
0: So while he's, while Rock is working on this device and just his dialogue is so perfect for, yeah. for him. It, it is so perfect because he talks about, he, what,
1: he phones up a woman yeah, and is a, a pregnant woman in the building. In and the he's building. just telling her that like everything's poison. Yeah. And, and everything the that baby's she's doing, poison, yeah, that she, she's probably she's, smoking a cigarette. Which she or, is
0: smoking. <coughs> so he's hitting some things on point, yeah. but he's just going too far. It's like one of those things where like, if you could see the germs on your hands, it would freak you out and yeah. you would and you would obsessively wash them. Because yeah. our hands are completely covered with stuff that we just can't see because they're too small. Yeah. But it's a good thing that we don't know. We're naive. Yeah. And that is good. He is not. Yeah. Everything that that he believes exists are crazy and, and, and are making him act the way that he does. Yeah. yeah.
1: And you know, he the, the woman uh the woman it says at one point, Who are you and why do you keep calling me? And he says who are you and why do you keep listening to me? Yeah. You know, he thinks that the, he thinks that there's, there's a, like a mental rot as well in the, in, in the world.
0: What one thing that he says to her, he says like, you know, like the skin is, your skin is always dying. You're flaking away. It's not dust. People call it dust, but it's actually dead skin. So these are real things, mm-hmm. but they're things that we don't think about because yeah. we live our everyday lives. But he and he's heightened them up to a level. He's heighten that's, them that's up to a crazy, crazy amount. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: Then we cut to the fat boys are on a roof doing some skateboard tricks. Um, oh, this they, is a cool they've got little a little uh, half pipe that they're jumping around on and we see a little bit of Daredevil he's talking about how we sees the world around him and how the noises mean it and it's more like a suggestion, it's more like a sketch, uh suggestion rather than the radar thing that we normally see and then he jumps down and, and uh, Butch thinks he looks cool and then you know the other fat boys are like making fun of him and saying what are you doing here, what do you want and they're kind of they are little um like a bunch of them call him a chump and uh, they're all like, You're such a cool hero, they're making fun of him and um you know, he said, they say, What are you doing? and he says, just passing through and one of them says uh, one one of them says Daredevil and he starts thinking back to when he was bullied as a kid and thinks it's funny that like twenty years have gone by. We should
0: do I the math on that, Jamie.
1: <laughs> nickname we Since should... I first heard the nickname. So yeah. you know, he was like six or eight when that <laughs> happened. <laughs> So he's de a little bit. Um, <laughs> and then he's, he grabs the skateboard off of one of the kids and he does like a crazy stunt where he jumps on the half pipe, spins around, jumps, flips over, skateboards on the wall of the, the building across and manages to make it run over. So he can he's basically, he jumps between two buildings and uses the building to ramp back over to the building. And then when he lands, he does, like, a little flip. And the kids are kind of, like, excited by a guy there. Yeah, he's doing it. He's doing it. And then he hands the, the board back to the kid that he took it from. Blows on the wheels because they're burning it, yeah. hot. And says, it's still hot. Be careful.
0: And the kids are all excited. I love this moment, Jamie, because... <coughs> I love it whenever you can take a superhero who's yeah. gone through so much and have a fun little moment like this. Now yeah. remember, he's constantly because of uh, several issues before, even the last one where he had that little outing with the um, with the guy with the guy that he mm. saved. Daredevil is thinking about the things that he does and trying to decide if if he's trying making to... the right life choices. Yeah. For example, you know, like he's a fry cook versus you know going back to lawyering. Yeah. He's thinking about if he needs to actually help people, but this is a moment where it is pure fun mm-hmm. and I love seeing it and it's not hokey and it fits perfectly because it goes right into the very next page where Matt is realizing how lucky he actually is and that yeah. it's okay for him to be happy he is thinking about Karen yeah he's and walking he go- through
1: the street and he's he's mm-hmm. like he's seeing people with his senses and saying that one walks a bit funny and that one over there has kind of got a cute little it's thing it's awesome and then there's like there's like you know the, the the kind of sketchy washed out thing of people walking around and then suddenly there's burning vibrant a live thing comes yeah. through and he's like this is that's that's what I'm
0: And that's Karen and that's, he, and he sweeps up Karen he kisses her he yeah. picks her up everyone is kind of watching them, and they're like oh those two people must be in love that only happens in the movies my, you know my husband yeah. doesn't treat me like that and all that type of stuff and then and then it's and Karen like she takes her hand at one point and puts it inside <laughs> yeah, of Daredevil's shirt and and, and uh, uh he goes uh Karen uh, uh, you know, we're out in public and I got my costume on and he's like oh I'm sorry Matt yeah it's just great because they're in love and they're having fun yeah and and it's even though it's only for a short moment I love it when a writer takes time to do this because it slows everything down and it gets you liking the character again yeah because sometimes you feel beat up if you're reading about a character that is continuously getting the crud beat out of him yeah. feeling depressed and you then know all human they never stop winning being human for, yeah yeah so after that moment we go Back to the the diner. They they meet. Yeah, yeah. They they, go to the diner where they meet a guy
1: who's living in a car Mm -hmm. and a lot behind the diner who's just sort of saying, you know, no one wants to buy this land, so I I think I'll be okay. And I'm just happy to help people out. And he basically he has like a broken down car behind the the shell of the diner, and uh, he says the lots for sale for too much, so no one's coming in to buy it. So I think I'm going to be okay. But you know, even if I do need to move, I don't have that much. It's easy for me to move. And while I'm here, I can help people. And he basically just lets people who are transient or people who are moving through the neighborhood who have lost stuff. He lets them sleep in the back of this car that he has and just mm-hmm. says, you know, here's a college kid who couldn't find a place and he's happy to just hang out. Um, then we bounce over to, to rock gut. Oh <coughs> man. Gut rock. So
0: yeah, rot gut is walking. how he sees the world. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's cool how it parallels everything yeah. that just happened. Um, so he's walking down the street, and literally everybody he sees looks like a disease, gross yeah. monster. It looks like something from Swamp Thing. Yeah, it's like, because he sees the true form, or what he believes is the true form. He sees yeah. all the dead skin. He sees all the germs. He yeah. sees all the gross. They all look
1: like monsters. They, all look they like, really do. Like- just grotesque, like something from a Hieronymus Her- Bosch painting. And, and he walks past some people smoking and he can just see it's and like and skulls it's, coming it's from It's making
0: them. him like shiver. It's making him feel yeah. gross inside. This this is a guy who is probably in amazing shape because believe it or not, he actually does the things that he believes are good for the body. And most of them actually are. Mm-hmm. Like he never eats sugar you know, he yeah. probably stays away from fatty oils because yeah. those things eat at your insides. Yeah. so he does all this type of stuff. So he probably is like physically like strong, physically. You know, but yeah. he's just worried himself into like yeah, a he's walking skeleton along the sand that He can't yeah. even
1: breathe. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's presented the way he's colored is that he looks like um I, I, based on like his his uh, mom and grandmother. He's uh he's he's a black character, but he looks almost albino. He's so bleached out, and it's mm-hmm. like that. It doesn't look like. He's just being shown as an albino. It looks like he's bleached out because his skin is so brittle and so like almost translucent and mm-hmm. see-through that you're seeing like the skeleton behind it. Yeah. <clears throat> and he's walking along and uh some some kids throw firecrackers at a bag lady and he says, you know, good boys, good boys. Homeless people breed disease, and she was old too. Old people can have the brain virus that makes them forget things. And then he sees a a woman and uh, i think it implies that she's like a japanese woman or a chinese woman that's walking but he kind of mentions some stuff about her being like from an alien race and it's a complex race and 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 he starts walking after her and saying uh, why do you want to die and she's like i don't speak english and he's and she's like what what is it that you you you're here and you're just a poison and he grabs her and she just runs away and then he thinks back and he says like, nobody nobody loves me. Everyone runs away from me. The only person that loved me was mama. And he has a little flashback to him watching TV and eating a burger when his mum comes in. And she's like, why are you watching TV? That'll rot your brain. Why are you eating a burger? The grease, I can smell the grease and the germs. And you've got the, the window open and the breeze carries germs. And you're, drinking a, you're eating a Twinkie and you're drinking a soda. Look at this. Look at what a soda does. And I remember this page from... Like reading this when I first read it and just for some reason this page is seared in my mind where she pours the Coca-Cola or the soda into a, into a glass and then drops a penny into it and says, you know, we'll come back and you'll see what it does to your guts. It, it yeah. will erode the penny away. And then she shows him some pipes under and says, you know, your body is like plumbing. Your body is, is like pipes and if you rot the pipes, then your body stops working like like plumbing. And, uh, and then she, you know, he starts crying and she hugs him and says, I'm just going to protect you. I'm just going to protect you. And that's that's basically what he grew up in. That's the environment that he grew up in. Uh, terrible
0: environment to grow up in. Yeah.
1: And then we cut over to, um, we have a little
0: feature of Miss uh, Natasha. Romanoff. Natasha yeah, Natasha Yeah, the Black Widow. Yeah. And if you don't remember, um, the last time that we read the Ann Nassetti um, issue, the, when she did the one single issue, mm-hmm. when yeah. it was the four, yeah. she had started something where... Um, uh Black Widow was mm-hmm. teaming up with some lady to try and to stop athletes from using performance enhancing yeah. drugs. Yeah. And so this is uh Natasha Romanoff leaving court yeah. after she spoke or something in a case dealing with yeah. the talking performance about Weber on enhancing all the yeah. so. And if you don't remember, um what we had mentioned was that Daredevil was strictly against testing because he believes you are Innocent until proven guilty, and you shouldn't have to prove your innocence. Yeah, or you shouldn't have to prove that you're not guilty.
1: Yeah, exactly. So he had a real issue with the the um, uh, the rights, the civil rights of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they kind of have a little argument because the last, uh, also the last time that they were together before that, they had the the storyline with Hazard. The it same was one. Like the, oh, was that in the same one? Same it issue, was. yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was uh, Hazard was the super soldier that was just trying to get home, and 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 Daredevil felt like. Uh, Natasha uh, tricked him into helping her with it and he ended up killing himself using Natasha as the weapon. Um, so he kind of says, you know, she says, what's going on? Um, you know, why, why why, are you living like this? And he says, yeah, I'm happy, I'm good, I've got work, I'll see you later, good luck, and kind of leaves her and it's like a weird, it's kind she's of, got her arms folded the whole time so the body language it's, is really It's cold almost between weird her.
0: because I would figure that of all people she would be happy yeah. If Matt was happy. Yeah. Because they've always had a type of relationship. Yeah. Uh, it's not a love-hate relationship. It's it's really... It's very love-love. It is love-love. But they just know that they're not going to be together. Exactly. So I'm surprised that Matt actually seems happy, is with mm-hmm. Karen, is doing a job that is simple but likes it. So I feel like she would be happy for him. But yeah. I, guess... I think
1: she's just angry at the other stuff at
0: this stage. Yeah. That could be so.
1: Yeah. And as he's walking away, there's a little wedding and we have this moment where Matt walks by and he's like, oh, this is beautiful. I can... I can sense all of the happiness and joy that these people are having and I can feel it all and and uh gut rot gut is there as well. Rot walks by and he's like the bride has a blemish on her face. She's she's ruined. She's broken. That birthmark is there. It's a flaw, it's a genetic defect and she's gonna pass it on to her kids and they're gonna pass <laughs> it's it on. So Ah, so yeah. um, then he gets to the diner. I do want
0: to point out real quick that um, Matt isn't wearing glasses anymore.
1: No, he's he, just openly—he's
0: openly walking yeah. around, and it's not that he's pretending not to be blind. But
1: it's the people just don't know who people he is. don't know who he yeah.
0: is. So you know why wear glasses and yeah. have a cane when I don't need it?
1: Exactly. So he gets to the diner and he's working. And uh, uh, what is the character the the waitress's name? I can never remember. She starts to hang out with, uh,
0: um. Uh, we'll find out next issue because yeah. they have spe- there's more of a role next. Yeah, I can't remember.
1: She's there, uh, the one of the waitresses that works at the, the diner who is Hilda. Hilda, yes, Hilda. she's right. working at um, and and uh, Guts there, and uh, he and she says, "No, this guy's being a real weirdo. He's just being disgusting." And we see that like a little bit of time's passing, and he's it starts off with him just being like a a, a bit odd, and mm-hmm. about how um, he says like that. People are losing their uh, little fingers when they're devolving. There's like a devolution mm-hmm. happening. And, and then she goes back she and it's she like... She goes
0: to Matt and is like, Matt, this guy is like really acting all weird. This Can,
1: guy's getting worse. And so
0: Matt goes, you know, okay, I'll go talk to him. So Matt oh. goes over there and put, and looks at him with a burger that he ordered in yeah. front of him and goes, hey, what's wrong with, with your food, sir? Do you not like it? And he goes, it's cow meat. They slaughter them cows when they're terrified. Cows filled with fear hormones. And now the burgers are full of fear hormones. Yeah. That's just the way that this guy thinks, and he keeps going on his rant. And now I can and how can I be expected to use an open bottle of ketchup? I heard whispered them aspirin killers switched to ketchup. Or it could be a conspiracy to get consumers to buy over-packaged, over-wrapped um, products so we use more plastics. Plastics can never be broken down. They never decay and eventually strangle the planet. So and Matt's
1: just like, okay, buddy. It, yeah, I know. Meals on the house. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Matt handles it just like he's supposed yeah. to do. But as he goes out, um, he, uh, uh, or Rock got leaves, he goes in and gets some money out to go hire a um, to go hire like a prostitute. Yeah. And Matt sees this and is like, oh crud! Well, he's not doing anything illegal. It's not illegal at that yeah. point in New York. So he's like, uh, he's not doing anything illegal, so I can't really stop him. But. I'm worried for that girl's sake because this guy's weird. So he goes in, and changes into his daredevil outfit. Yeah. And, um, and then he approaches them.
1: He basically just says, just be careful. And yeah. she's like, eh. and, and the, 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 the pimp or the guy who's running the, that, uh, the, that prostitution area basically says, get lost. No one's doing anything wrong. You can't do anything here. You're just a cop. Um, that's the problem with you guys. You, you think that you're better than everyone and you're still just cops in funky suits. And
0: seeing that gets Matt thinking again, because it yeah. goes, it goes back to, do I follow the law? Because yeah. nothing's been broken. So there's nothing I can do, which is sort of going against what, how she feels with, or how he feels with the whole Natasha Romanoff thing. Yeah. You know, you can't assume that someone's going to be bad until they do something bad.
1: Yeah. And then he's listening in as he's walking away. And he hears that it goes a little too quiet and he starts to get worried. So he goes back and we see that the uh, rocker has actually uh, tied up the, the prostitute and is cutting her with a blade. And um,
0: But just so I want to make it clear to everybody, the reason why he's doing this is because he honestly feels like he is... He just, has to cut out the, the, to, the evil and the he, bad. Yeah, he has to cut out the bad stuff.
1: Yeah, so, so Daredevil goes back and he says there's the guy he's running and all of the guys that are kind of working as the muscle for the mm-hmm. prostitutes uh, come out and say she mentioned daredevil you you must have hurt her she's in there she's hurt and they start attacking him And he's like you are crazy that guy there i've got to go get that guy and he has to fend off the attack and again this is like that william johnson style of fighting that you see from him where it's very it's very lithe and it's not like overly excessive it's just him fighting and using his body to to kind of defend himself and hit people and deal with it. And one of them gets a hit on the back of his head, which knocks him down. So he can't get back up to get the guy, but he has to fight him off. And while that's going on, he loses where uh, Rogat goes. He says, you know, I've, I've lost him. I can't find it, it, him.
0: It is a really fun fight. Yeah, you, you are so right. The figure work on this fight is absolutely amazing. Yeah. It's super fun. And yeah, so that how, that's how that episode, or that's how that issue ends. Rock Rock Gut gets away. Daredevils lost, doesn't know where to go. Mm-hmm. And the next issue, we see at the bottom of the last page, it says Rock Gut cleans up New York. So we know there's going to be some serious. Cleaning up going on the next yeah. issue. This one um, has a cover of, on the cover of issue 240, uh-huh. Daredevil is underneath a whole bunch of rubble that has fallen down from a building, it looks like. Some pipes and different thing. And you have Rockgut in the foreground with a knife like he's going to kill Daredevil. And Daredevil has his arm reached now. Kind of a cool cover.
1: It is, yeah. It's
0: it's a uh, uh, Lewis Williams and Klaus Janssen. It seems like... Um the little the, the box up in the corner uh huh still has Marvel twenty fifth anniversary. It yeah. seems like the twenty fifth anniversary has yeah, been it going go. on for like five years
1: now. Yeah, come on, Marvel. Get it together. <laughs> this is nineteen eighty seven now, I think. So it's, I
0: know. Yeah. It's like they're still putting the twenty fifth Marvel twenty yeah. fifth anniversary. It's like it used to cost seventy five cents. Oh man. Seventy five cents. Four p You know how much more money we would have if comics only cost seventy five cents? Holy Toledo. Wow.
1: <laughs> um, so we open with an amazing splash of uh, up walking through the world that he imagines which is just oh, nightmarish gosh, it's, it's like you know there's crazy. giant rats eating things there's cobras, there's people that are actual pigs, there's like just green skinned devils walking around one guy looks like a fly and he's walking along and then it, you see the real world and he's like just talking about how he could, he should wear gas masks while he's walking through the street because it's so poisonous, but it would still get through his skin. And then he says, you know, they found a hole in the sky in the ozone and it's just rays getting in there, killing us all. And we have this little moment where there's a couple of recovering... um, Drug addicts. Drug addicts who are in a relationship and they're talking about... One of them is on crutches that got her.
0: Yeah. Uh, she's on crutches and her husband's birth or her boyfriend or whatever. Yeah. His birthday's coming up, I believe. And she has a gift for him. She has a gift. And he assumes it's drugs or, it's, or, or he knows it's not drugs, but he wants it to be drugs. Yeah. Because he's a recovering addict. And, and she
1: says, you know, it's back at the, um, at the, the halfway house at the flop house. So he's going to go get it and he doesn't want someone to steal it. Um, and Rogut goes up to the woman after they've separated and stabs her. She drops to the ground and it's, it looks like she's actually dead. It looks like he kills her. She's dropped to the ground with her eyes open. Yeah, um, We see a landlord in a nearby building um, who is talking to Rogut's mom. Um, And he's, she's saying he's saying the, the rent's late and she's sort of saying, you know what? Well, you don't have to shout. There's lots of things pro- wrong. There's like, there's a gas leak, there's this, there's that, just get it fixed. And Daredevil swings by and he hears all this and he basically says, okay, look, There are. there's a lot of things going on in this house. You're in a lot of violations. There's a lot of problems. Why don't you get the stuff fixed? And, um, you know, that's the law. Or we could call the authorities and get a summons and put you in. But, you know, why bother? Why don't we just get it fixed and get the plumbing done and the gas leaks fixed, and he goes, okay, 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 I'll get it all fixed, and the rats, I'll get them
0: all gone. See, now, Daredevil, what he's doing is is he had gotten a tip that Rotgut ran into this building. Yeah. So he's been searching everywhere, and that's the reason why he showed up inside of a Rotgut Mom's um, apartment, and, yeah. and ran into, or, and you know, intervened yeah. when the landlord. He doesn't was know that it's Rockett's mom. He doesn't know, and so we don't
1: at this point. It's not revealed until after, right?
0: So anyway, so right when the landlord leads um, Daredevil, he senses there's another heartbeat in another yeah. room, and he goes, "Are you alone?" And Rocka's or in mom goes, "No, I'm not alone. My my baby or whatever is my in the baby
1: boy's just taking a bath, taking was, a yeah. bath."
0: And so Daredevil just leaves. So
1: he says, "Thank you, ma'am," and leaves. And he says, "It's funny, I couldn't sense any gas. I could not There was no gas yeah. leak in that apartment." And then and like um uh Roger says I'm going to go down to the basement I can't breathe up here and yeah
0: he came out and was like mom are they gone and yeah yeah and so that's that- when
1: we 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 see him down in the basement working on what looks like a furnace and he's working on some stuff talking about how everything's connected and he we have another flashback that's when we see his grandmother who is seriously ill um she's got gangrene um and he, and his mom says don't touch her she's got gangrene, you'll get it from her. So she's not even awake, but give her a medicine. And as he's going to give her a medicine, she grabs his arm. And that's when he first thinks that he's been poisoned. That's his first like real moment where the, the, the idea of other people poisoning has come in <clears throat> and he runs away and he says, you know, I'm poisoned. I'll never be the same again. Nothing will ever be the same again. And then we jump forward to him saying, you know, I am poisoned and look at me. My, my skin is, rail and thin, and I've got rot everywhere, and everything's going wrong, and uh, maybe I've got cancer. And then we we have a nice little moment where we jump over to Matt oh, and karen I
0: love this. She just woke up. Uh, Matt is taking rose petals, yeah, and dropping them <laughs> on her on her head, and so she wakes up. And she goes, "That's so funny. I was smelling roses. I was I just dream. dreaming about and roses." And Matt then, and like all slick, like. Pulls the rest of the roses out, and she yeah. kind of gives him a kiss. It's like, oh, you silly boy. But it's just a fun moment. And then they're, you know. They say, oh,
1: we're going out to dinner with Hilda and her new boyfriend. Yeah. and um, Oh, and
0: then, okay, so this flashes forward, and, man, Hilda's boyfriend is, like, such a punk. He's such yeah. a loser. And she
1: she even says, you know, I always go for losers. Yeah, he
0: is such a loser.
1: Yeah, he's got a terrible mustache.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Come on, no one can be as good as And I
1: say, we're going we're gonna to go out and do some fun stuff, um... And we'll see you guys later. And they'll have fun. And he says, uh, and and as they're leaving, Matt says, I'm, I'm worried because there's this weird slasher guy that's going around. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure she's okay. And Karen says, you know, if she's with that guy. he will be okay. And then the guy comes back and uh, says that Hilda took off. Um, the guy's name is Bofo, <laughs> which yeah. is hilarious. Um, and then, she so, took off and, and she said, tell Matt something. And said, it made no sense. She said, she's got one of those police whistles. Um, she says if she's going to blow it, if she gets in any trouble.
0: So the reason why she left was because she recognized the guy from the diner who's yeah. a slasher. So um, Bofo comes over and tells that to Matt. Bofo. Matt. Matt, What's his name? Bofo. Bofo. <laughs> Matt realizes that she's going after the slasher, so, she, so he bails. And, and just runs away and starts to go after Hilda because he, kn- he knows that Hilda is in serious trouble. Mm-hmm. So Hilda Hilda ends up following um, the weirdo into the basement area yeah. and sees what he is doing. And it's Rotgut. It's, 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 it's Rotgut. Yeah. And Rotgut, is, he was the guy from the diner earlier, yeah. Rotgut, is, has a big thing of danger poison and is, kind of it is dumping it into the water supply. Yeah. And she realizes what's happening. So yeah, He she, basically says, I'm going to cleanse the building. I'm going to yeah. cleanse all of the rot out of the building by pumping this into the water So supply. Hilda scrams killer. And then so he obviously realizes he needs to stop her, but it's already too late. He dumped it into the water supply. So Daredevil... Runs over, or, or Matt changes into his daredevil outfit, does yeah. his whole like I gotta find her, listening yeah. all across the city, realizes where she's at. Um he Says
1: he can't, he can't hear a whistle. He's waiting to hear yeah. the whistle that she mentioned. He sees the fat boys. He's like crouching on a on a, a lamppost, waiting for the fat boys, uh, waiting to to hear stuff. And he sees the fat boys and he says, Look, I need your help. Okay, there's someone dangerous out here. You need to to stay out of here. It's it's getting really bad. And they're saying we can help you. And that's when he hears the whistle. And he says, okay. He gets to the building, kicks open the door, and there's all these, you see all these images of people in the building using water mm-hmm. while this is going on. You have a baby being cleaned, um Rockart's mom drinking from the water from the faucet. Daredevil bursts in, and Rocker and Hilda are like fighting each other. She has a blade, he has a scalpel, and he makes the stuff fall down. And then you get the cover recreation where yeah. Daredevil's reaching out where all the stuff has fallen on him. Um, he hits Hilda on the back of the head, and they, the fat boys have kind of followed yeah, them down. Yeah, and, and this
0: is cool. They overhear a Rock here. Gut saying, or overhear Hilda saying before she gets hit in the head by Rock Gut he's Daredevil, he's poisoned the water, don't let anyone drink. So the fat boys are like, Did you guys hear that? L- Yeah, let's go. Let's get on it. We got it covered, Daredevil. So, what those kids do is they go throughout the building and they're stopping everyone from drinking water. Yeah, they're like, Don't drink it, don't drink it, don't
1: drink it, get out of the the water. All of the noise is throwing off uh, uh, Daredevil's radar sense. So, he's down and he's trying to, he's saying, You know, it'll take me a few seconds to adapt, which is cool because that's something that never really been approached as an idea. Normally, it's like, Can't hear anything, my senses are useless down here. But this Mm -hmm. idea that he get he adapts oh, yeah. to the environment is right. kind of a nice, nice which touch. which makes sense. They yeah.
0: should be able to adapt yeah. pretty fast.
1: So he gets he's he's fighting gut a bit, and then, you know, Rogat says, you know, this is how the world works. This is how we, we've got to kill all the bad stuff. We've got to cut all the disease out. And he hits him back, and he says, he says, you know, that's how you see the world. You you see you call yourself gut. That's the way you see yourself. You continue to kill. You become a disease yourself. And he says, that's, that's why you're here, to do the job, to cut me out because I'm a cancer. Then who will take care of you? Who's, who's left to cut you out? We're both the same heroes fighting disease. And he says, I'm not like you. And they, they're in a the fight. And he goes, I'm fighting. It's not enough to fight against something. One must fight for something. The cure must be better than the disease. And while this is going on, the kids are running and you see them. Yeah. They're knocking on the doors and saying, don't drink the water, it's poison. And a lot of people are saying, okay, okay. And so, they're saying, thank you for warning me. And yeah, then but this, there
0: is this one, guy this one guy who is just super mean to the kid. Yeah. And it's like, you know, get out of here. Like, I don't want to have anything to do with, like, like you're stupid, like, leave. Yeah. And so the kid turns... And so the kid ends up turning around and is like, okay, well, fine. And then he looks over his shoulder and sees that the guy's drinking water. So at that moment, that kid has a, a realization like, oh, crud, like I've changed. Like I just did something yeah. pretty bad. So the fight continues and Daredevil ends up beating Yeah, god Rock gets that. freaked
1: out by the stuff yeah. around him, starts picturing his grandmother touching him. And then his mum
0: yeah his... comes in she shows up and it's like what are you doing down here and then he she f- said the mom says i've been yeah, poisoned yeah i've been poisoned something is upsetting my stomach and rocket was like oh crud mom i forgot you were in the uh you were in the apartment so or you were in the apartment complex so i also poisoned you oh no so he's trying to hug her and uh she's like no 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 like you poison how could you poison your own mother leave me alone and then so the only thing that rocket can do is like i i like i Poisoned my mom. Yeah, everything's terrible. I need to end. She says you're the poison. Yeah, you're I the felt poison. you when
1: you're inside me when you were a baby, and you're, yeah, oh, you're such terrible things to say to a yeah. kid. And he's just about to kill himself. Yeah, Rocket
0: tries to kill himself, and at that moment, Daredevil stops him. And is like, nope, that's the easy way out. You are not going to do it that way. You know, you're basically going to go to prison and everything. So the cops show up. They end up uh, taking Rocket to jail. Daredevil's talking to the or is is talking to the mother, and is like, yeah. you're going to stay away from from Rocket. You did enough damage. Uh, you know you shouldn't be talking to him anymore. And then the issue ends with the little kid who let the guy drink the water, watching the body, basically dead. Yeah. Because um, it, it's on a gurney and there's a blanket over it. Yeah. And the boy goes. Yeah. I the, let the, him.
1: the 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 EMT
0: guys basically say uh, we were able to save almost everyone. almost everybody. Yeah. So that kid that let the the guy die, um, or let the guy drink the water, looking over the gurney gurney says, "I let him drink the water and it killed him, poisoned." I'll never be the same. Nothing will ever be the same. Yeah. Ooh. Ouch. Yeah. Very fun set of issues that we covered today. All yeah, th- all three really of them. Um, great, great artwork. Uh, Lewis know, Williams. Great story. Lewis Williams yeah. Williams. I'm sorry that that was his last one because he's yeah. so good. S- Sabushema. I liked. I Sabushema great. I really liked what he did with the yeah. um, with the uh, the saber tooth one and yeah. Anaceti. Like so far. Jamie, the hype bad good, right? It's been good for the first the three two issues. The next two issues are so, really great. Hey, dude, don't, don't hype Sorry. it up too much, bro. Come on. I
1: mean, we haven't even got <laughs> John, John Romita Jr. hasn't even joined her yet. Oh, I know. She's already <laughs> knocking
0: it out of the. <laughs> well, once again, everybody, thanks for listening to us. Yes, thank this you is, this so much. This is episode 54. 54. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. We've already done 54 episodes. Yeah. That is insane, Jamie.
1: Next I- episode, we are going to cover issues 241 and 242. Mm-hmm. And, um, we're going to go into a little... Um, I think it's um, a big crossover. It's a big crossover, yeah. Dead Evil was a little part in the back end of the crossover, but I read the whole thing because it was oh, kind I of did a fun too. story. I okay. think we should go over all of it. Yeah. it, it it's a fun one. It's, way. it's it Kingpin.
0: Takes, yeah, it's it's a kingpin story in a way. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 a whole bunch of rival gangs that um, now that kingpin is out of the picture. Yeah, are trying to like figure out or like the best way to coexist together. Should should one group try to take control? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, should we form a team together? Should we fight it out? Yeah, it's really interesting. It's it fun is. and Spider Man.
1: It, 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 it opens up a lot of stuff that's covered later in Deadpool yeah, stuff as well. Y- exactly. That idea of, like, the Rose missing. is a
0: big character in yeah. it, which is awesome. Um, Hobgoblin. Um, is, is in it? Um, Jack O' Lantern is in it. Yeah, uh, it's it, it's all around. It, it, it's very fun, and Daredevil does play a pretty big role in the yeah. second half of it. Yeah. Uh, Sam Wilson shows up, mm-hmm. um, and and once again, it's a Spider Man story in Spider Man, uh, and this while he's in the black suit. So it's, yeah. it'll be fun to talk about. It's two
1: eighty six to two eighty eight are the issues. The uh, Amazing Spider Man that he appears in, the Daredevil mm-hmm. appears in, but he's in a few more. The the, yeah. th- the two before that, I believe, two eighty four, five mm-hmm. and six, yeah.
0: Well, thanks again for listening, Thank everybody. you. And
1: we're, um, maybe the next episode will go out on Christmas Day. It depends on how we time it oh, out. But there you yeah. go.
0: Yeah, well, thanks for listening, everybody. Thank and, you. And um, if you have any questions, hit us up on social media, yep. email. We appreciate people. Yeah.
1: Oh, we, we did have a message from someone that was talking about how um, um, they were completely right. We were completely remiss in not mentioning oh, the thing, uh, yeah. William Eisner's influence on um, Frank Miller. Frank Miller. Mm -hmm. And about the um, Sansarif character and the Electra and the whole storyline there, and that was—I mean—they were absolutely right. Uh, You you have the, the the person's name. Yeah, um, pop it up right here. I just uh, the the spirit never ever really registered on my radar, and it's it's it was completely us just not having the space yeah. or the sense to bring it up so thanks for
0: and that was from uh note was from david Morris yeah so thank, Morris, you. thank thank you, yeah. you and thank you for listening yeah,
1: thank you, yeah, yeah, that was fun to actually be reminded of all that stuff and and you know Frank miller went on to direct the <laughs> spirit movie <so> yeah <laughs> it obviously is very influenced by will Eisner's stuff will Eisner's um fantastic artist so mm-hmm. So thank you. Yeah, thank you for listening. Um, I'm Joshua. I'm Jamie. And and we we just just did did Daredevil. Daredevil.